Hey y'all, you're listening to the dark side of Hollywood. I'm back from now. I'm posting episodes every week. I'm not promising that because I'm probably not gonna post a week. And but I'm gonna try my very best. You know, I'm gonna try my best to post. As well, I made a an Instagram so you guys can follow me. It's Dark Side of Podcast. That's where like I can give you guys an update if I'm posting or not. I can give you like my explanation why I didn't post for this week, and you guys can give me shit for not posting. So that's a good place to undo it so again follow me in dark side of hollywood it's a good place like to interact with y'all and like get some feedback also as well um you guys give me ideas who should i do next to post i mean not to post who i can make an episode on and You guys can comment below my pictures as well. DM me and like, you should do this person. You should do that person. I was like, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. So I can choose the celebrities y'all picked out for me. That would be great if you follow me there. Also, I would like to say that... Can you guys go to iTunes and give me a review or feedback? Write a write a review. Give me like those stars thing. That will help me out with my podcast and reach out. People are trying to look for new podcast. I'm trying to find new podcasts, but I don't have time looking for them. So. I was going to do that this today, but instead I was stuck doing homework. But if you guys do that, that will help me so much. Yeah, so again, follow me on Instagram, Dark Side of Podcast. I can post. You guys can see who I'm going to post next. The Celebrity and yeah so yeah again follow me and give me a review also i've been like you know active and not active like not being active is me like getting out of my bed at like a late time as well like after eating breakfast i go to my room and lay back to bed and like be on my phone like for an hour and I didn't do that so I was like you know being a little bit more active and I dislike that but as well I've been you know exercising like doing my homework and being like a little bit more active but today I didn't go for a run or exercise because it's been raining all day so I could do like you know some ab workout today but i didn't do it because i've been busy actually doing with with homework so 
the reason why is because I have an exam tomorrow. I can take it tomorrow or Friday. Oh, I mean Thursday and Friday. I am recording this on a Wednesday, October 13. Um, my friend was want us to do the review. And I was the one stuck doing the review because she haven't started watching the review or reading the textbook. So she wanted to do the review. It might help us. Okay, let's see if this exam will actually help us. But let's see if it actually helps with the exam. If not, and then I'm not doing the review for the next exam at all because, yeah. So I, I hope it will it'll be useful, not pointless. As well, I am reading a book. I bought it on Tuesday. I purchased it. Like, not to sound like, you know, like stupid or dumb. I don't know how to describe it. Purchasing my first book, like the first book I actually want to read. I bought a Barnes and Nobles, and then my friend got a membership, so I paid like seventeen dollars with them with something. I was about to pay like eighteen or nineteen dollars, but you know, I got the membership of my friends from from Barnes and Nobles, so seventeen dollars, and I am currently reading. It's one of us is lying by Karen McManus M-C-M-A-N-U-S one of us is lying and it's a great one I'm in chapter 7 now I'm about to start chapter 7 actually and it's a pretty uh, good book The the few chapters are really good every time like when I read a book like the chapters are super boring so as well as like kind of like a true crime book i'm into true crime so you know it's a very good book i recommend y'all getting it and that means coming from me especially me like i mostly never read books the last time I read a book was last year from a friend book sh- from a friend book show. It was, it was pretty good. Um, from coming from me, rarely when I read a freaking book, um, I recommend y'all reading it. Is again, it's pretty good. It's not boring the first chapter. So yeah. As well, I watched a Venom on Tuesday. What was it last Tuesday it came out? Well, I don't know when it came out. It's not this Tuesday. Not this Tuesday because I just hanged out with my friend yesterday. October 5th, that, um, I watched Venom. I'll just say it's pretty funny. It's a good movie overall. My friends and I like to watch Marvel movies. That's like our thing. Like we Well, we go to, to the movies to watch... We go to the movie theaters to watch movies, but like especially with Marvel, that's mostly like half our conversation. We talk about Marvel. It's really it's our obsession. That's like our thing about Marvel. 
so yeah i would love to be like a part of the marvel cast be like a superhero so i'm manifesting that shit i want to be a superhero bro be a marvel i'm saying yes And that's like pretty much it about last week and this week about me. And as well, I'm getting back to drawing. So I'm exercising, reading, and drawing. That's like one of the hobbies like I wanted to do overall. I've been eating more like eating more like fruits and water now. Because it's overall, like, eating, like, spicy chips makes my stomach really bad. And as well with my face, getting acne from it. So I'm eating more healthy shit. And being a little bit more healthy, being more active, you know. So I'm pretty b- proud of myself. Because that's always been my goal, like, every year. Be more active, eat more food, drink water, do my hobbies and shit like that. But now, like, it's part of my routine now. So I'm very happy. And... I haven't had like a breakdown for a minute and I'm very happy because I usually have a breakdown but I haven't got one yet about like my life my situation but I'm pretty happy anyways let's get into the episodes and I'll stop rambling about my life I want to say this is a disclaimer she Oh my, I keep forgetting how to pronounce her last name, her first name. Fuck. And she's like the, mmm, damn it. Hold on. I need to think a while. It's not Emily. Bro, I gotta look it up because I swear, I knew how to pronounce her last name. I mean, her first name. No, I can't, um. I don't know if it's going to be, like, copyrighted. I mean, like... Well, this is going to be when I. I'm going to give you guys a disclaimer while. Hold on, I think I found a video to pronounce it. Melanie, oh my god, Melanie. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the friend about Melanie. Well, this is a disclaimer that she is accused of raping her friend. As well, disclaimer for 
every episode some of my episodes are being accused being alleged like the accusers being accused basically so they're being accused and slash alleged Melanie, I forgot to say her name again. Melanie Martinez is being accused is is accused of raping her friend, and this is about her. And if you notice, she is the first female of of my episodes. So let's get started. Melody Adele Martinez was born October 28, 1995. She is 26 years old currently. Oh, where she was born, I can't pronounce. So let's look that shit up real quick, y'all. Astoria, New York. I looked up Astoria. It's a nice neighborhood to live in. It's considered like one of the best places to live. It has like a low crime rate in that area. Well, I don't know about like in 1995 or back then, but like currently right now, like right now in 2021, is a pretty nice neighborhood to live in by reading so far and looking up so far. Then she was raised in Baldwin, Long Island, New York. As well, that place is very beautiful to live and is safe. I don't know back back then. Her parents are Mary Martinez and Jose Martinez. Both of them are very private. There's not a lot of information about them. With James Franco parents, there's like more information about them. As well, privacy and the others' um, episodes that I've done. The accusers. Alleged. I don't want to get lawsuit or email or get Laurel. Um, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> The accusers, like, the, most of the parents, like, have more, like, a lot of information about the parents. But Melanie's parents are very private. I couldn't find any of their social media accounts. Maybe they have a Facebook, but it would have popped out or something like that. But overall, I couldn't find any of them, any of the social media She does have a younger brother. His name is Joseph Martinez. Martinez, and he is born. He is twenty years old and born on May 29th, nineteen ninety three. Honestly, if I was like a famous singer or actress, my mom would have posted about, about it so much. 
on Facebook about my achievement, my achievements, and to like to show off her fam family members. I know she would do that. Overall, there's like not really not not nothing about her family with her brother as well. So overall, I consider her family very private. Her family is a Dominican and a Puerto Rican heritage. As a kid, she struggled to express her feelings in her family household. She was drawn to poetry, music, and art. I wish I was like drawn to those art, poetry, and music as a kid. I was like drawn to playing outside, like running around, TV, playing toys. <laughs> Nothing out of the ordinary like her. She taught herself to play the guitar when she was 14 years old because she her family couldn't afford her music lessons. I didn't even thought of myself like teaching like an instrument or something like that. I did play clarinet when I was in middle school. But like teaching myself like 14, no, I was like sports were on my mind basketball on my mind so i was pretty much exercising and then loki thought i could play in the like in the professionals in middle and high school she got bullied and took very things very personally it was very hard for her to control her emotions so she gave herself a nickname the crybaby and like the crybaby is like a character for her and she uses that. I think that's probably part of her personality that goes with her music theme as well as her. So, yeah. And then she entered The Voice when she was about 16 or 17 years old in 2012. She was in high school at that time. The Voice is a singing competition. And she sang Tossic by Britney Spears. And she picked Adam Levine. She wanted to be Adam Levine team. But she was eliminated. Back then when I watched The Voice, I always watched like the first week of The Voice. And then I just automatically stopped. Because I wasn't interested in watching it. But... I know Ariana Grande is the voice of the coaches for this year of the voice, but I'm still not going to watch it because I'm not very interested in watching that show. She got a huge following exposure after the voice when she got eliminated. She was signed with Atlanta Records and started to write songs. She released one of her songs that was called Dollhouse and that went viral on YouTube with um, 319 million views today. And she was, well, this is one of her ex-boyfriends, Oliver Tree, as well. He is a singer, but they broke up. As well, one of her, I would consider this a rumor, I guess. When I was, when I was like searching her up, I guess a handful of people thought she had a bad childhood. 
because of her lyrics to her songs but overall she had a good childhood like she didn't get traumatized or or get abused or anything like that so she had a very good childhood i feel like people were like worrying about her and her mental health probably because of her lyrics All right, this is where of Melanie Martinez got accused of raping her best friend, and her best friend's name is Timothy um, Heller. And this was around 2017, I believe. And this is my first reaction reading what Melanie did to to the victim. So it's my as well. Reading it this is my first time reacting and reading it again. I, I just said that. Okay, let's get started. I'm kind of broke up when you guys heard that. I had kept this secret for years, convincing myself that it wasn't a big deal and I wasn't hurt by it. Although accepting that my best friend rigged me seems insane. Even typing, that doesn't feel real to me. I started telling this story to those closest to me as somewhat of a joke. Haha, can you believe this, right? I mean, this crazy night. I began to get responses I wasn't expecting. Concerned ones, it's hard to say someone you love raped you. Someone you still love. The thought of writing this and having the world, world see it terrifies me. Especially because of who this person is. This was my best friend. She took me in, which I was so grateful for. I feel like I owed her my life. And my life began to revolve around hers. I had my old problems. But if I could focus on her life, I could put off dealing with my inner, my own inner turmoil for just a bit longer. Some of her fans became my fans, but their loyalty never strayed from her. They're dedicated. She's perfect. To the public, she can do no wrong. She's there for her fans and she gets it. She's different. When faced with a friend who really needed help, though, I can always say she let me down completely. During the most difficult time in my life, my rock bottom, her power and control over me grew and grew. Now I silence. While being open about realizing how much help I needed, I was made to feel guilty. I had to apologize for having a string panic attack where I thought I was going to die because I ruined her night. Endless innocent, innocent like this had became a problem. Yet, through it all, I loved her. Codependently works in a lot of strange ways. My relationship, my, in my relationship with this friend, I was dependent on her, on helping her with her life. As soon as I needed a little bit of focus and support from my best friend, there was nothing for us to relate to each o- to to each other about. Our friendship was about her. The power she had over over me grew into me having a very hard time saying no to her. I was almost anything to her. One night during a sleepover, she became increasingly interested in my sexual preferences. As someone had previously been through. Sexual abuse, sex is hard for me to talk about. 
It was obviously uncomfortable, but she was my best friend, so I tried to be open about it. The conversation never seemed to end, though. I had work very early in the morning. She began asking asking me while in bed if I would have sex with her. While being incredibly uncomfortable by this offer, I attempted to laugh it off. I had a boyfriend at this time, and she knew that. He doesn't have to know. It's not a big deal. He went on for hours asking me why I didn't want to, and that would be fun. I would repeatedly said no. I had work in the morning. I just wanted to sleep. I was exhausted. I tended to sleep, but was kept up the entire night by my friend begging me to sleep with her. It seemed strange, but she was my best friend. I said no, so I thought we could move on. The next night, unfortunately, went the exact same way. Regardless for my response, the first night, she was not giving up. If she had gotten the hint, she didn't care. I was exhausted and she convinced me to smoke weed. Since I had a hard time saying no to her, I complied, thinking maybe then I'll be able to fall asleep and avoid the situation altogether. The same conversation began to happen. Continuously trying to convince me it was going to be okay, it would be fun and feel good. I would say my boyfriend would be so upset. I really need to sleep. I would work in the morning. I said every form of no I could think of as I lay praying to fall asleep. She'd been touching my arm. I allowed this to happen. Maybe she'd give up. This went on for maybe an hour. I got increasingly uncomfortable. I started giggling, saying that it tickled. I in no way wanted to make this a sexual situation. Can I just do this? Can I just touch your arm? Can I touch your boobs? She started begin bartending with me. Bargaining. I think that's the word. Bargaining with me. I just wanted I just wanted to do was to to go to sleep. She began talking about the appearance of my boobs and begging to just touch them. We didn't have to do anything else. I was so exhausted and confused and high and belittled. I just allowed it to happen. This let her this led to her touching the rest of me. I never said yes. I said no repeatedly, but she used her power over me. I broke you know broke me down. Just so there's no confuse, confusion, I was molested by my best friend. I lay still in sh- in shock, completely not re- re- I'm sorry, I can't pronounce this word. Not receiving the same. I hate speaking so bluntly on this because it makes me extremely uncomfortable, but she performed oral sex on me. I was penetrated with sex, with sex toy without being asked. That's what happened. The bottom line that I need to always remind myself is that I said no for two nights straight. Doesn't matter that I didn't resist during the action. It had been broken down. She knew I didn't want to. I made that clear. I didn't scream at her. I didn't force her off, 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 off me. One because I loved her. Two because I just wanted to be over, to be all over. We never talk about this night ever again. While it completely messed with my head, there was no way I could have been raped by my best friend, right? Our friendship ended because she decided she didn't have time for me anymore, to worry about me anymore. 
She cared too much about me and it was holding her back. I'm not sure how to end this story. I'm terrified of the response I'm going to get. The only reason I do this now is because I'm hoping because of recent events, people will believe me. If you begin to doubt the abuse taking place in this story, I beg you to imagine, imagine her role in this being a man. Girls can, can rape girls. Best friends can rape best friends. Friendship does not equal consent. Science doesn't equal consent. I wish it was... It wasn't so hard for me to convince myself to do these things. And that's pretty much it about what the victim said. And she did give a a brief statement. And she said, I'm horrified and saddened by the statement and the story told by Timothy Heller. What she and I shared was a close friendship. We tried to help each other. We both had pain in dealing with our visual demons. She never said no to what we chose to do together. Although we parted ways, I said in her love and light and light always. And there's another um, accuser, a second victim, as well as a former friend, Madeline Karen, shared her experience on Twitter. And she said, something similar, not rape, happened with me and Mel. She begged me over and over again to sleep with her. And finally, I give in. She wore me down. I said yes, but it was not the same with Timothy. And she will support Timothy Heller till the end. And pretty much it. She was being canceled, so she stopped posting social media. And then now she started posting her social media account. And I'm like, the, the, the accused of being accused of sexual misconduct never happened to her. And people think this is like from Reddit. You don't don't have to believe these like Reddit. <laughs> I found this on Reddit. And this person said the account is cat cat curb twenty three. There's been no new accusation to my knowledge. I feel like more like a cash grab. Not to say it didn't happen, but the other person was coming out with some album or something around the same time. After Melanie responded, I don't remember anything else coming out.
And a lot of people say that when Melanie like wrote a song that's called Piggyback, it's basically a response of to Helen. I mean Tim- Timothy. I'm like searching what So in this article, the song is called Piggyback and was released for free on Melanie SoundCloud where she will not make any process profit of it the lyrics seem to elude her side of her situation when heller calling out the friend that took advantage of her to gain her their own fame but she doesn't refer to her name this is like some of her lyrics i'm done with playing piggyback swear to god i wish y'all the best you're lying your your own way to try and gain a piece of me when you could never come close because i know my destiny i work hard for my shit but my love in this shit now you're trying to kill my name for some fame what is this try to hope you do hope you do your shit and encourage you to work on it was a good friend and you used to take use use that to your advantage and that's like some of the lyrics she says and people think that's her response to timothy heller of about the situation and that's like pretty wild that she put that on soundcloud and like not to make any profit but to respond to her situation and that's pretty much it about melanie martinez um there's not like a new new you know anything new she's her nothing about new victims about her anything like that that i'm trying to say but that is pretty much it about melanie martinez She's still she's active on Instagram and TikTok. I was looking through her TikTok, and like her comments, nothing says about her being accused. Nothing of that as what her Instagram account. Like she's like posting like nothing happened. Well, some well every celebrity does that when they're being accused or being like you know canceled, about to be canceled and shit like that. Um. I know she is putting, she's releasing an album next year. If you guys are Melanie Martinez fan, there you go. She's releasing her album next year, 2022. 
and I think she she has an Instagram. Yeah, she does have an Instagram. She's she's less active on Twitter, but she's very active on Instagram and TikTok. So yeah, that's pretty much it by Melly Martinez. Hope you like this episode and listen to my other episodes. Like Harvey Weinstein, Woody Allen, Kevin Spacey, Ryan Secret, Matt Lauser, and James Franco. I feel like one of my best episodes that I really like is about is James Franco. I recommend y'all listen to that. And yeah that is pretty much it again follow me on instagram give me a review and yeah all right guys see you guys next week